All right, welcome back, Jack fans, to the most recent edition of Pardon Me, Alex, football edition, because we're still waiting on anything for basketball to happen. Um, so we're just going to keep on. Other fun random announcements. Yeah, I mean, we do have stuff for basketball, but we don't have anything like concrete, I mean, like dates yet. So all we have really to talk about at the moment is is fall sports, which just it kind of includes, you know, volleyball and football and soccer. But the main reason we wanted to record today was, you know, to kind of talk about the first home football game because I mean we have we haven't had one yet up until this weekend. Again, it's just been so crazy. This season's just been absolutely nuts and just it's just weird. It's wild. Wild. I don't know other, other way to describe it other than just being wild. And so uh, we decided to do a podcast over the first home football game, wanted to talk about it. Um, but there's a few other things that we have to talk about as well, uh, but mainly mainly football. Um, but first, we're going to catch you guys up on a few things we've been doing lately, which was these Jack Chats. I mean, I hope you guys have been paying attention to these. Because yours truly, Jacqueline and I, have been kind of like, key instrumental pieces in these things so i mean we've now made our second appearance so i guess you could kind of say we're famous i mean i guess you could say it i mean we made an appearance on the hotel fredonia one when it came to drinks and charcuterie charcuterie right and then (laughs) we basically i mean we're almost like the hosts in a way not necessarily the host but like we went to three of the what the five five or six locations five yeah for the jack's chat tour to knack that was uh what that wasn't last week was it my weeks are moving together i don't even know when it was two weeks ago two weeks ago okay yeah so let's just go over this jack chat real quick so if you missed it and you're under a rock jacqueline and i went and did three different stops on the nacogdoches tour to knack for the Jack's chat for the alumni association. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. We were celebrating lumberjack day. Uh, and so we try to figure out the best way to do that. Um, and that was to go around town and visit different places around Nacogdoches that had lumberjack themed drinks, food type stuff. So, the first place that were popped up was, of course, Dolly's, and that's where Jacqueline and I started. I mean, and those pancakes, man. Oh, it was amazing. So I got up and ran my usual six miles in the morning, and then I just had a little smoothie, and I didn't eat the rest of the day because I, I didn't want to ruin it. I wanted to make sure I was hungry and ready. Oh, they were so, so delicious. Oh, yeah. I mean... Well, I didn't run, you know, I'm not a runner, so I didn't have that to, but I didn't eat a single thing the whole day. Like I ate zero, like I had zero caloric intake until I got to Dolly's diner because I, I wanted to blow all my carbs and all my calories on Dolly's diner Yeah, and Cowboy Jack's. Yeah. That's an amazing cheat day. If you're going to take one, I mean, Oh, and I took one. I, I, I took one, damn it, and it was well worth it. So we had pancakes and we had some other, so they have like a lumberjack breakfast, which is, I mean, it's like 
two or three stacks of pancakes and and then they have uh bacon and eggs whichever way you want them and then the home fries i mean it is a full dinner or full breakfast i mean but yeah you could eat it at dinner too it doesn't matter you can eat pancakes breakfast at any time of the day it doesn't matter and whenever you want exactly and then they had the blueberry stack which was also very good uh i forget what the actual name of it is i just know it's a stack of blueberry pancakes um i remember either yeah and it's just so good it's just so good there's just no denying it and then after that then they went to a different place and then we hopped in our car and ran down to cowboy jacks got out and did it all over again but with different food we had like what like corn it was like jacked up corn we had the jack salad Mm -hmm. Uh, and then that sandwich that was like the blt with uh fried green tomatoes and oh yeah that was good and then we each had a drink that was jack something i can't remember yours was some type of mule and mine was a margarita yeah yeah, uh, that's right that's right yeah i had the mule and you had the margarita oh so good I, I will tell you right now I'm not a big like tomato person but man that fried green tomato on that BLT like I could eat that like I could go back and order that I was very 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 surprised on how much I liked that you know what I mean so so good so good and then we left the brewery I'm sorry went to Cowboy Jack's left Cowboy Jack's and then Ran down the street, I mean, literally one block over to the brewery, Fredonia Brewery, and we were there sampling the Angry Axe IPA. And uh, another great, great Nacogdoches location for for a good time. I mean, I know IPAs probably aren't Jacqueline's, <laughs> Jacqueline's forte, and they're not necessarily mine either. Like, they're not my favorite, but like the Angry Axe one, if you like IPAs, bingo yeah but so glad they're back open now oh 100 percent. like and if you were watching you'll know that that's like my home away from home and so it's just been so crazy not being able to go there when their entire they're basically their entire thing is all outside it just made no sense and so i'm so glad they're open again they were doing social distancing before it was a thing oh yeah yeah. I mean, they, they really, they haven't even moved the tables really that much around because they've always been that far apart. Like it was never, it, I, I never an issue. I, again, I said this in the last podcast, I'd rather go sit outside at the Fredonia brewery all day rather than go sit inside at a restaurant in town. Like I feel more comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? And it, it was just bonkers that they had to be closed for that long. But again, they're open now. That's awesome. Um, I think we're planning on possibly doing a uh, another kind of full just uh, jack chat over just the brewery. Um, we're still trying to work out those kinks. And so um, hopefully we'll get that done sometime this month. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But yeah, that brewery, I mean, they have so many different beers and brews. And they it's just a really fun atmosphere and a fun place to go on a on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night in town. Um, so if you're in town or coming to town for a football game, I highly, highly recommend popping by the brewery either prior to kickoff or after kickoff or after the game's over. Uh, Cause I stay open till about 10 or so on uh, Saturdays. So definitely hit that place up for sure. For sure. Anyway, so that was our tour to knack. Kids. 
you know, dog friendly, kid friendly, bring the whole family. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was our tour to NAC. I mean, there's plenty more uh, Jack Chats that we have planned-ish coming up soon. Uh, There is one coming up. We'll talk about it a little bit later, actually this week. And uh, yeah, so just keep on paying attention to those. You may see me and Jacqueline every once in a while pop up on those um, out of nowhere. And we'll, we'll let you know. We'll post on our social media whenever that does happen. Um, it just, it's easy because we're in, we're in East Texas. I'm in Nacogdoches. Jacqueline's just right down the road in Tyler. And so it's easy for us to attend and like help them with those things. And so yeah. that's why we like doing them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's get to football though. Let's get to football. So what did we do on Saturday, Jacqueline? Tell us. Finally, we had a tailgate. Well, here's the thing. I feel like we always get good weather when it's a football tailgate. It's the basketball tailgates. There's been a couple football tailgates where it was like absolute dog shit weather. Every basketball tailgate. Well, that last basketball tailgate we had last season, like the very last one was like perfect weather. That was the only good one we've had. But anyway, finally good one. Yes, yes. Home game. Finally got to have a tailgate. Um, all social distancing. Only ten people allowed per tailgate spot, and then each tailgate spot had like basically like two or three parking spots worth width worth of room in between. So they were spread out. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and they were reserved. Worth. So I mean, it was. You know, we were following all the rules, but we still had fun. Oh, absolutely. And and like Jacqueline said, everything was all spaced out and you had to reserve, you had to like basically sign up and, you know, sign up for a spot, you know, and there were only 30 spots available. So you had to really sign up quick to make sure you got a spot. Um, and so we weren't sure who all was going to get spots. So a bunch of us all signed up for spots just to like make sure and cover our bases to make sure somebody at least got a spot. And it happened that the majority of us who signed up, like all were approved of spots. So we had plenty of spots available. Um, and it was just, rid- I just, I'm shocked and I'm kind of pissed off at the fans here for a minute here about to go off because there are 30 spots available. And according to the ticket office and that all 30 spots were full, but when you got there on tailgate day, you'll notice that not all 30 spots had people in them. So there were a there were large Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they were reserved, but nobody came and sat in those spots. Like nobody used their spots. Nobody showed up. There was probably, I don't know, maybe about 10 out of the 30 people that that reserved a spot actually showed up. And that's being like a generous total. Like I don't even know if it was even 10. You know what I mean? Like, why would you reserve a spot? Why would you reserve a spot knowing full well that the date was October 3rd. It hasn't changed. It's not going to change. And then not show up on game day. Like if something came up and you couldn't tailgate anymore, which it happens, life happens, call call the ticket office and be like, hey, can't come. Give my spot to somebody else. You know, like what are you doing? Why would you – you know, we you had perfect and ample opportunity to come and tailgate. And you had perfect opportunity. You're bitching about there being no sports, bitching about there being no tailgate. And then you have the opportunity to go and drink for four or five hours out in the parking lot and you don't take it when it's like handed to you on a silver platter. And it was a beautiful day for it too. It was, it was the absolute perfect day for tailgate. 
not too hot, not too cold. I mean, it was like straight 70s all day. Like it was perfect. I mean, if you literally looked up perfect football weather in the dictionary, October 3rd, there'd be a picture of October 3rd there because that was just a fantastic day for football. Anyway, we had a great day. It was, you know, it was a nice little group of us all hanging out at the tailgate. We had plenty of food. You know, uh, our friend Sean just is a tailgate machine master. He has all the tailgate stuff, like anything you literally want or need for tailgate, this dude has. Like he has it all, you know? Ready. Yeah. Ready. Ready. (laughs) And insane. And so his wife made some green hatch chili. Um, and then Jacqueline brought some delicious tortillas and rice and our friend Sam bought, brought some ribs. Um, and our friend Brian brought some sausage and boudin. Those country tavern ribs are the best. Anybody who's been there knows. Really? Okay. So is that in Longview or where is that? No, I think it's in Kilgore. It's in Kilgore. Okay. Yeah. Check double yeah, double check that because I was wondering where that was because I mean I don't I may be just like a East Texas novice noob, but I've never heard of that place before. It is amazing and it's been around forever. It's so okay. Bad. Okay. So it's it's something that's if you're from the East Texas area and or Kilgore area, you should know of this place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, well now I do. So now now I feel Yeah, the whole crew a few different days for lunch there it is really good really okay well something to remember okay got it it's in it's in the it's in the brain bank the brain bank now um but yeah that wasn't the only thing only new cool thing that was happening on saturday um you know there's a few other kind of like new features or new perks at the actual game itself um one of them being like the mobile tickets which we'll get to in a second but Wally has also, I say Wally, but Wally and like the athletics department has been working really hard on making your experience now at the football game just so much better. And it just so happened that with COVID, it all kind of like almost lined up perfectly because uh, there's now this new seating app or this food app. It's called Seats, S capital E, capital A, capital T, and then Z, small Z. It's an app that at the moment is only available if you're sitting in the chair back. So if you want to be able to use the app, make sure that you have season tickets in the chair backs or single game tickets in the chair backs. Anyway, um, it's an app to where you literally just pull it up on your phone. You click the event that you're at, which is the football game, and you put where your seat is and what, what row you're in, and you can easily order drinks and food and have it delivered to your seat. You don't even have to get up. How perfect is that? I mean, it's pretty amazing that they already had that in play and then it like perfectly fits COVID guidelines anyways to minimize people getting up and congregating to wait in line for food. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, this was something, yeah, this was something I think Wally had been talking about what Jacqueline, maybe since like last year, like last season, you know, this was something that's been in the works for a while, you know. Yeah, we talked about it during basketball season, and he was hoping to have it up and running soon. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, this is not something that Wally just figured out just for COVID. This is something that this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, so, uh, at all. 
Yeah, exactly. And so it just happened that because of COVID, it's just a lot more convenient. So I used it. I tried it out on Saturday. I kid you not. I pulled open the app. I already had my, I pre put in my credit cards in there. Um, so easy. And then I just pulled up the event list and I ordered a water, a popcorn and some nachos. And I kid you not, it took probably like five minutes, five minutes. And it was boom at my seat. Like it was super quick, super quick. I mean, it also helps that there's not a lot of people there because again, COVID, you can only have 50% capacity, which is 7,000 people. And I think we were about maybe three to 4,000. That's being again, liberal with that. Like, I don't know if that's exactly what the total was. I don't know if they have it online, how many people were actually there, but I mean, plenty, plenty of people there. So yeah, and so then they also added that uh, new little concession table up there as well, didn't they? So they call that yeah. the uh, the purple lights patio. Yeah. Right, I was so that little... Drinks there, though, so I was a little bad. You what now? I was kind of expecting, like, drink drinks up there, so I was a little sad because, like, at the basketball games, the tops they have up at the top or where you get alcohol. <laughs> so I, thought I understand. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, whenever he first explained that to us as well, I was under that same impression that it was going to be like a tabletop area with like drinks and stuff like drink drinks. But from what he said recently, that's, I guess that wasn't the case. It was literally just going to be like a small table with concessions with like drinks and small snacks. I don't know if eventually it's going to be like how it is at basketball with like a section with drinks in it. Um, but at the moment, the only two places you can drink drink inside the stadium is either up in the press box area or at the MSUs. So, um, which is, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. You know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cause you know, our, our, our amazing friend, Sean, Sean Kennedy, he he he's getting a MSU for that November fourteenth game, and I think we're gonna we're gonna hit that up and uh, give him some money and and be a part of the MSU for that game because uh, we we love those damn MSUs down there, don't we? Oh, it's that's the only way to watch a game now that I've done it. Oh yeah, I mean I loved being able to go to the game on Saturday, but it just felt so weird not being on the field after we were there pretty much all all season last season on the field in those mobile suite units, drinking and eating for free, basically. Yeah. It just, yeah. Yeah. It just didn't, didn't, uh, didn't feel right. Even though I was very pleased and happy to be sitting at a football game in 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. cause let's just be fair. Let's just be, I mean, let's just be real. Any football that we're able to enjoy or any sports rather, in 2020 that we're able to actually physically go to and enjoy that's like bonus. Cause I mean, you know, there are plenty of people that are having to do without a lot of schools are not doing any sort of fall sports, any sports at all, like cut, cut, cut nothing. And so just happy that there's something going on, something we can go to. Yeah. Uh, Some other, yeah. Some other things that were going like ever, obviously everybody had to wear masks uh, they made sure to spread out as many people as possible with uh, especially in the season ticket 
and in the chair back and reserve sections, like everybody was pretty much well spread out as much as possible. All the students were over on the grass. LMB was up where the students are usually at, like all spread out. And so, I mean, everybody was spread out as much as possible. Everybody was pretty much wearing masks the whole time. I mean, there might've been a few people that were taking it off, you know, probably just for a breather for God's sakes. Um, but for the most part, everybody that I saw had masks on and were doing what they needed to do and respecting people's, you know, uh, personal space and bubbles and things like that. So, you know, and there's hand sanitizers everywhere, you know, you go to the bathroom, you walk out and there's hand sanitizer there. And so, um, yeah, I mean, they were doing, SFA is doing whatever they need to do to make sure that we are able to enjoy the game and do it safely. Um, which includes that, those mobile tickets. I mean, that was pretty easy, right, Jacqueline, the mobile tickets. Yeah, it was super easy. Um, and just a little heads up on that too, because they'll be doing it for basketball and other stuff. But, um, whenever they email them to you, like probably what I'm going to do for dad is just go on his email and pull up all of them and screenshot them and just save them so that, you know, each week it's not like a rush to hurry and try to pull it up and find the email and all that jazz. Like just right. go ahead and save them. Right. I mean, what I do is, I mean, I guess you could do this for your dad too, is I just saved him to my, well on, he has an iPhone. So it'd be his Apple wallet. Um, and that's what I did. I just saved him to my equivalent to the Apple wallet on my phones, a Google pay app. And so that's the option on my phone. And I just save them to my Google pay app. And all I have to do is hit that app and it pulls up all my passes. Yeah. I I did that actually on Saturday and that was easy. Yeah. And then that way they're all in one location. He doesn't have to like go through his like photo stream just to find everything, which I mean, he can, if that's what he wants to do, but I, I, I like them having them all in one like secure location. I don't have to worry about where they're at. But it was, yeah, yeah it was easy. Very easy. So again, guys, if you want to come down for a football game, we have three more football games. The next home game is on October 17th versus Angelo State. It was on the 10th of October, but because of a few things going on um, at Angelo State, which we'll talk about in a second that Coach Carthel mentioned tonight at the coaches show, uh, they're going to give us, a, they're going to, we all agreed to have a little bit more buffer time um, and we're going to play on the 17th, which is actually better for moi, me, because I wasn't going to be able to go this weekend because I'm going to Ohio for a funeral. So uh, it's just, it works out better for me that I can go to the game now on the 17th because I wouldn't been able to otherwise and had to give away my tickets or something. Um, but hey, yay. Yeah, I mean, they rescheduled that around your schedule because they did. And uh, Coach Coach Carthel basically said that tonight. He saw me and he was like, "Hey, so now you know you'd be able to come to the game next weekend, or you know, on the 17th. I'm like, "And thank you very much." He said, "We did that just for you." I said, "Thank, thank you very much. much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that." So yeah, let's just talk about the game a little bit. I know Jacqueline, you know, you're not. Very knowledgeable about football, but you were at the game the whole time, which I'm so proud of you. You stayed the whole time. It was uh, it was an amazing feat. Look, I'm just so ready for sports of some sort. Right. Uh, that yeah, and y'all know I've said it a million times on here. I'm I'm not a football fan, just never have been, but dang it, I'm a I'm a coach Carthel fan, so he's got my support. Exactly. I mean we are the Coach Carthel fan club, like Colby Carthel fan club, party of two. I'm sure there's others, 
But as of right now, we are the Colby Carthel fan club party of two because that guy, I mean, again, he will, he will make me run through a brick wall. Like that's the kind of like motivator he is. And I mean, as we were leaving the game, I don't know if you heard it, but because you were kind of, you were walking ahead of me, but he was rallying the troops on the field after the game. And man, you can hear him yelling from up, up on the, up on the, by the uh, elevator, just yelling and screaming and just so excited and pumping the guys up. And it was just, I was like, dear God, he's making me want to run through a brick wall right now. Like, <laughs> cause he's just ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Put me in. <laughs> seriously seriously he's just insane and I love that about him and I love his his energy and his I mean just his all-around just personality is just it fits it just fits right um yeah. but yeah so let's talk about the game obviously we won which was obvious we needed that we needed that um we needed that little like push that little steam to get us rolling for the rest of the season we beat West Texas and um uh 34 to 6 so now we are one and three on the season. Um, couple major noteworthy things. This was the first game that we ran and uh, rushed for over 200 yards. Our total rushing yards was about 234 yards. Uh, our total yards altogether, though, were 498, which is huge number. Huge number. Um, we trying to see the rest of the stats here. Yeah. So we, we came out swinging the first quarter. I mean, we basically scored two touchdowns within the first, uh, nine minutes of the game or so. And, uh, I mean, just not nine minutes. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. I can't count. Math is hard. The first, uh, five minutes. of the game. <laughs> Math's hard. Math's hard. Um, went up 14 to zero pretty quick. And then again, went up, went up, uh, 17 to zero by the end of that first quarter. And then we didn't really score again until the, and there wasn't a big score or there wasn't a score, another scoring play until the third quarter on our end. But uh, yeah, we held them to two field goals. That's all that they could come out and get off of us was, was field goals, which is totally fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) Our, uh, our quarterback, Trey self, he, was in the game for the majority of the game. And then about halfway, I mean, I think through the second half, it might've been the third quarter, fourth quarter, not hundred percent sure when um, Preston weeks came in, but Trey self came in through, uh, had through two touchdowns through for 234 yards, had 12 completions, one interception, not bad, not bad. I mean, it's probably one of his better games he's played obviously this season. I mean, he's his best game he's played all season to be fair, Um, which thank God. Um, <laughs> we needed that so bad, needed it so bad, but yeah, I mean, we just had a really, really great game. Um, really good game. Not a lot of crazy things to note. I mean, there was a few scuffles that broke out and we had one, one, uh, guy that was ejected halfway through the game, which I thought was kind of like a BS ejection, but I mean, Say la vie. I'm not on the field. I don't know what's said or what's done on the field, so I can't say whether or not it was worth it. But I think that the it should have been at least like a mutual ejection for unnecessary roughness or personal fouls. Um, that's that's my opinion. Both both teams should have had somebody ejected, not just us. But oh well. Anyway, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's a battle, but you know, 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, some other notable performances, uh, Gibson, Xavier Gibson, he hauled in four catches for a game high, 124 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Remy Simmons brought in three receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dealian or De, De Leon Ward. I'm sorry. There's two, there's Gibson and Ward. Those are our two runners. Those are our two running backs. Carried the ball 11 times, ran for 111 yards and a touchdown. I mean, whew. Over 100 yards for both of our running backs. That's fantastic. That's a good game right there. Um, let's see here. On the defensive side, Randall, Brevin Randall totaled nine tackles, four solo by himself, which is awesome, with a half sack and one tackle for loss. And then uh, Lloyd racked up six tackles, including one tackle for loss. That's what TFL means. And then BJ Thompson recorded a sack and an interception. Perf- I mean, like, some major standout, major standouts during this game. So all in all, great game it was very exciting. Like I said, our next game is coming up on now October the 17th at four o'clock. Everything else is the same. Uh, the start time's the same. Um, if you have tailgating, it's the same. Nothing is different except for the day. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're going to send updated tickets. I think they said that, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe that's what we saw on social media was that I think Wally actually already might've mentioned that it's already updated, which I oh, mean, okay. I guess I could, let me go to my Google pay and just see if it is updated. It is updated, man. He's quick, man. He is oh, quick. It's, it. Tickets are oh, already updated. So if you have season tickets, they are already updated friends. Good to go. About the mobile passes because then if something changes they just update it and you don't have to go try to like find another get another ticket printed or whatever exactly so- yes a, i mean exactly right and that's a huge perk of the mobile tickets and it's just and it's also it's just again it's more covid friendly because you don't have to worry about you know yeah. handing anybody anything you can literally just hold your phone up and they can scan you know that's all you have to do very contactless. It is. It is very contactless. And that's the whole point. Um, again, the mobile tickets was something that was happening prior to COVID even occurring. But it just so happened that all these things were kind of rolling down the pipeline at the same time as COVID happening. So it may seem like we're doing all these things to like combat COVID. But really, we're just ahead of the game. You yeah. Know? We're saving the rainforest. Yeah. The trees, not wasting paper. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, Jacqueline, uh, I went to the coaches show tonight, but you were able to hear more than I was. Uh, kind of tell us maybe a little bit what Coach Carthel was saying tonight and what him and Rob were talking about. Um. Yeah, so update kind of on the Angelo State game. So apparently a lot of the universities have been also been using – I always feel like I'm going to mess it up when I say this contact tracing. It's a tongue twister. Um, And so anyhow, Angelo state has a few like key positions that uh, because of contact tracing, they're uncomfortable having play. And so um, just kind of asked us because we both happen to have the next weekend free. So since we both have next weekend free, we just agreed to push the game because um, you know, Carthel was like, they want to play, we want to play, we have a free weekend, so it's not it's not putting us out any. Um, so we'll, that's true. 
pushing that game till the next weekend. And, you know, he's just thrilled as like happy as a clam to have, I think the, aren't we like playing the most uh, football games out of any university in the U S this, this season? Um, if we're not, I we're up there with, we're up there at the very top because I mean, we're having, I mean, we're basically playing a full slate of, of a full season, you know, it's 10 games, something. So I didn't know if that was like the only, uh, like school in our league or the only school in the U S I don't know, but anyhow, we're definitely, we're definitely the only school in the Southland. We're one of the only schools in the Southland that is playing a full slate of games. I don't know. I haven't looked at ACU schedule or um, UCA schedule or HBU schedule. Those are the only teams that are playing other than us in the Southland right now. So, um, which also, I'd have to look at their schedule. Shout out to Caleb Beams HBU because they won this weekend too. They sure did. They did. Who did they beat? You know what? Maybe somebody. It was somebody that I wouldn't have like expected them to necessarily beat. Yes, know? yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they beat somebody like of like consequence. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Hold on. Yeah. I'm- Keep going. I'll look it up. Okay. Let me see. Um- so yeah, you talked about that. Then um, kind of talked about the game the next weekend after the Angelo State game, which is, I believe, the twenty fourth. Uh, yeah. yes, October twenty well, is when we're playing ACU at um, what's the actual name of the field? Globe Life it's Glo- Globe, Globe Life, Life Park Park. thought we were playing at Globe Life Field. Uh, we're playing at the old plate, whichever the old yeah, the old stadium is called. Yeah. We're playing where the Rangers used to play, and I guess they used to play football games there. Um, anyhow, so he was talking about going and watching games there when he was a kid and how, how hot it was and <laughs> uh, kind of miserable. But anyway, um, that'll be a really fun weekend. Alex and I are going. Um, our friend Brian from the alumni board's going. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully a lot of people will go. I think it should be a fun weekend. We're going to stay the night after the game. I think the game's at 1 or 2 or something. Yeah, it's an early, it's an early game. It's an early game. Okay, so uh, HBU beat Eastern Eastern Kentucky University. Okay. All right. Well, and and we're actually playing Eastern Kentucky University at the end of the season. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Exactly. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. At the moment, we only have eight eight games that are on the um. What is this website? Southland Conference website, but I know there's at least another one added on there because we added that Halloween weekend game, so that's nine. He said um, he said ten on the show today. Yeah, there's ten. There's ten. They're just they're not all up on this the yeah. stupid Southland Conference website because stupid Southland Conference is stupid. Um, but yeah, we are playing Eastern Kentucky University on November the seventh in Kentucky. So interesting. So if HBU can do it. Not gonna say that it's. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> just saying. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Arlington game. It's going to be really fun. I mean, it's going to be neutral field for both of us since we're not playing um, at either home football stadium. And I'm assuming that's how we're going to get away with it because technically they're in our conference, you know? So there's a reason why we're going to be able to play it, which is exciting. Um, And I guess just tell us, yeah, what else did Colby say about, uh, what did he say about Halloween? He's such a goofball. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how they got on the uh, subject of Halloween, but he was just saying COVID or not, he, he's not going to pass up free candy. So he's going to have to figure out a way to make it work so he can go uh, trick-or-treating. <laughs> Leave it to Colby Carthel to be like, uh, COVID or not, I want free candy. I mean, he has he has like, what, four kids. So, I mean, he's going to he's going to get candy somehow. Yeah, going to have to. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Of parenting like stealing your kids Halloween candy yeah I feel, I feel like that's a huge perk like that would be one of the reasons why I have a kid is just so I can have their candy right I mean, that's the only reason I could see like it's a positive for having I'm just kidding having a kid <laughs> just kidding just kidding all you parents out there just kidding um <laughs> and then if you were at the game on Saturday which to much to my parents' dismay, it sounds like this song is here to stay. Um, so there's a song that Colby plays at the end of a game if they're if he's winning. If the game's over, we're winning the game. He puts on turn the lights off, the party is over, or however it goes. And he's just gonna play that some bitch on damn repeat until the game, until the clock strikes zero, basically. Um, and that's well, they intended to – so this was part of the funny story, too. They intended to only play it once, but then the other coach called that timeout with, like, 12 seconds left. And so yeah. it ended, and the game still wasn't over yet, so they had to play it again. Um, exactly, yes. And that's what I was trying to explain to my parents. I'm like, the other coach called a timeout. So they had to restart it over again. And mom's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, but they did because the game wasn't over yet. And Colby wants it to play as the game is ending. It's like, there's a reason. There's a method behind his madness, y'all. Like, he's not just playing this random song just for shits and giggles. Well, it is for shits and giggles because he thinks it's hilarious. And that's what he played at Commerce whenever they were winning the game. And obviously, you saw his success at Commerce. Duh. So why not do it here? Why change what ain't broken? Um, but there's another reason why he did it. Uh, Jacqueline, you said that he mentioned that his dad did it too, wherever he coached as well. All of it, but wherever his dad coached, he said they had the best, um, the best winning record over like eight years of anybody in that area or in the state or something and he always did it so this is a long-standing family tradition of playing this oh my god saying you know depending on the game and how the game's going that you kind of have to be careful about when you start playing it because if it's close you don't want to start playing it too soon but um right so Saturday, we knew we were winning, so we started it when we thought it would end, and then they called a timeout, so it just got to be on a loop and repeat. So you just got to hear it twice. Love it. Love it. So but funny. we only got to play it one time last year. I'm sure he was ready to hear it. And he, he said that the only game last year that they played it 
Um, I guess not all parties involved were on the same page. And so like the band was playing and they were announcing something over the PA system. And so he was very distraught that you couldn't even hear it. Um, so he got to hear it twice oh. today. So made up for that one. I mean, Saturday. <laughs> But yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah, that's funny. It makes sense now. More, more dubs. More, more times we get to hear the song. I mean, I'd. I mean, I'll take the dubs. Like if I have to listen to that song on repeat that many times, that's fine. I'd. I'll take the dubs. Like if that's the, if that's what I have to endure, then so be it. I mean, it is willing. That so wasn't too bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What? Um, okay. And then we have a, is there any other games coming up this week that we should know about, young lady? No, but I'll go over the, so the end of the coach's show, um, he had Humphreys on. And also, um, I'm probably going to say her name wrong. I think it's April Limke. Is the oh, is it uh, Bowling? Yeah, and so um, so for ladies volleyball, they do have one more home game, and so I'm hoping that I can make it for this one. It's uh, going to be a home game on Thursday night, October 15th at 7.30. Um, gotcha. So have a chance to watch the women's volleyball if you have not had a chance. Um, she talked about our dude Adler and just, you know, how excited she was for him to get his coaching position. Um then the bowling coach spoke a little bit and like apparently I don't I don't think they have any confirmed time soon of when they're going to get to play anywhere but their major hurdle is that out of eight players on the team I think she said they have four seniors and NCAA is putting stipulations on or whatever is putting recruiting stipulations on D1, but not D2 or D3. And so, like, none of their students, prospective students, can visit. And so, I mean, if they, what? if they, they have to like totally come on their own and they don't get to have any contact with them. And so, it's really hurt their recruiting. And so, they've been trying to give like virtual tours and stuff. But I mean, can you imagine like if you're a 17 year old? high school student and you live several states away and you're trying to like watch a video of what the school looks like. I mean, it's just, it's not very personal. And That's not, the, know, it's not personal. I've been, I've been the number one advocate of like, there's so much stuff that you can do virtually, but that's really like one of the few things that you just can't really do virtually. Like it's that's just very hard. Yeah. I mean, well, you can do it, but it doesn't have the same feel to it. You know, it just doesn't, you can't get the feeling, you can't get the sense of, oh, this is my home, this is where I should go, this is where I belong, when you're not physically here on campus to experience that, you know, because I know that when I was choosing schools, I mean, I literally physically had to go to the campus and like, stand on the campus and take a tour and walk around to like, feel that feeling like, Ooh, this is where I should go. This is where I feel at home. And I didn't get that anywhere else, but at SFA. And so it's like for these students, these student athletes, especially who are, you know, having to do this stuff virtually. I mean, 
you don't want them to make the wrong decision. You know, obviously we want them to come here, but we want them to pick the right spot that's the best fit for them, you know? Yeah, it's hard. That sucks. So that, that is that, hard. That is from the coach. Show. Okay. Well, thanks for the update from the coaches. So, like, yeah, like I went and I sat there for the majority of of the coaches show. I was really there to hear what Coach Cardwell had to say, especially about the the game change. I wanted to hear what he had to say about that. But when I went there and I sat and I listened, I could barely hear it. Not because there was a ton of people there, but the volume just wasn't very good, and the acoustics in Bottle Cap Alley is just not the best. Um, personal opinion, not my favorite place for them to have that show i much rather enjoyed it over at cc smokehouse you know so but whatever um anywho moving on (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, the one thing i am really sad about is the fact that there is no homecoming events this year jacqueline but at least it is very sad but on the other hand, at least we get to have the homecoming auction still. So let's talk about this for just a few seconds. Give SFA alumni a little bit of a shout out just a little bit. So if you don't know, the SFA alumni homecoming auction, it happens every single year. So this is nothing new. Um, but this year, this is kind of like the main thing that is obviously happening for homecoming. So it's going to be called the stay at home auction homecoming auction and you could go and uh online from october 13th to the 25th and just look at all the fun cool things that they have available on there for you to bid on um and so a really good assortment of stuff like either it's really cool mm -hmm. experiences or sfa related experiences or Mm -hmm. things or sfa related things like some some kind of relevant tie to SFA, so and it's it's yeah. been a good cause, you know. Absolutely. So I mean, by donating an item or like yourself or a service directly online, you'll be helping to raise money for our organization, and you'll receive a mention on our site that can link back to your own webpage. So like, if you donate an item, that's awesome, and you can get all the you know any of the money that gets raised for that, um, you'll get mentioned on the website and if you just want to go on there and bid for items all you have to do is just go on to the website it's like biddingforgood.com and then sfa alumni they'll post a link and they'll also be posting on social media and i'm sure you'll get an email uh when it starts on the 13th all you have to do is just literally go onto the website and just look through the pages and pages and pages of stuff available for you to bid on. And like Jacqueline said, I mean, there's cool experiences. I mean, not just like SFA stuff, but just, you know, trips, traveling. I mean, probably not as many because of COVID, but I mean, experiences you can go do, um, SFA type experiences. Like for example, I know one year they had like a, be a coach for the day or be a coach for the game, uh, for a basketball game. And you went and you went sat on the, uh, bench with the coach Keller and the crew. Um, there was always one. It was like uh, you could fire old cotton. So like if you bid on that and won, they go in there and tug old cotton and pew, at a football game and pew, you know. Um, and there's like Jacqueline said, like a bunch of SFA memorabilia, bunch of SFA mem- like swag, cool cool crafts, uh, things that you wouldn't normally get just in a bookstore, SFA bookstore. Like this is like stuff that's one of a kind things. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because we do have a few like super talented alumni who make or build various things. And so they'll make or build something kind of SFA related. But like Alex said, it's not something you're just going to go buy at Barnes and Noble or order online on Amazon, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like for instance, myself, like I am donating an axe handle, a customized axe handle. Uh, It's not done yet because it's customized. So basically if you win it, then you can customize it in any way that you want it to. And I'll, I'll paint it and create it for you. Um, One of the wreaths that Carrie Whitsitt did the other day on the lumberjack crafts, lunch crafts, on Jack's chat will be on there or probably multiple of them because they made multiple wreaths, um, pinecone wreaths. So, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that'll be on there. And uh, so honestly, I mean, we'll share it when it starts on the 13th and it goes again to the 25th of October. So just keep an eye out for that, especially check your emails. And then coming up is another Jack chat this week. So what's this week, Jacqueline? So on Wednesday, we have another lunch um, craft session, which this one I'll, I'll have to catch also because I actually have a few succulents right now that I need to plant and something, but it's a pumpkin succulent. I know. It looks so cool. Really, yeah. really super cute. Very like fall, very. Very tree. SFA, very fall. Yeah, exactly. Very on brand. I feel like succulents are like super popular right now on brand for just kind of what's cool in the home uh and planting at the moment so this uh alumni her name's emily she graduated in 2007 and she's gonna be making us a fall pumpkin perfect for lumberjacks everywhere so just follow along on your lunch break yeah and if you look at it it should tell you the list of supplies that you need to make one yep 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 Absolutely. Um, and you could do that on, uh, that's Wednesday, October 7th. So this Wednesday at noon, and you can, uh, just log on to Facebook and it'll pop up right there on the SFA alumni Facebook page. And if you ever just want to like, you know, you're not sure if you can be able to catch it or not, but if you just like set yourself like notifications for when alumni goes live, that's all you really need. Cause it'll just pop up on your phone. Like SFA alumni association is live. You'd be like, oh, cool. Like I'm free. And then just click and watch, you know? So you don't necessarily have to just, you know, wait online for it to pop up. Like it'll, it'll pop up for you. You know what I mean? Like it'll, it'll pop up on your phone with yeah. zero effort really. Yeah, exactly. Egg, Zach, Lee. Jacqueline, so what's going quick. on in the basketball world? Give us, we don't have a whole lot of basketball stuff going on. And of course we'll do our preseason pod when we get closer, but just literally like as of today, we have two little basketball announcements that I'll give y'all. Um, so the last one, listen, every time we do a podcast, whether it's basketball or not, we got, we got updates to give you. Um, literally. Yes. So another, another podcast, another men's basketball award. Um, way. Let's go. Got an award, Minority Coaches Association Top Mid-Major D1 Assistant Coaches. Today, so the, the Minority Coaches Association released a list of top mid-major D1 assistant coaches, and he was on there. So um, that was pretty cool. They did a little write-up on him saying, you know, that he has ties with Coach Keller that extend back over 20 years. He accepted a position as assistant on Keller's staff in 2016. Um, has since made a name for himself as premier recruiter. Listen, no lie. Any any like big recruit we bring in, I promise you Wade's been doing some crazy legwork on that. Um, uh-huh. 
as well as a skilled player development specialist. He enters his fifth season on staff in 2021. Um, of course, our our team last season finished 28-3 overall, 19-1 in conference, and before COVID ruined our lives. Um, yeah, we, yep. We were on a 15-game winning streak going into our conference tournament. Um he now, I think we mentioned this last time too, has the new title of recruiting coordinator. Um, in addition to assistant coach, uh, he developed Lou Henson All-American Kevon Harris. Shout out to Kevon. Um, Kevon! Southland Player of the Year. And uh, in his four seasons on our staff, we have won 88 games, including 52 conference games. Um, so super proud of him for that. That was a really cool award. Um, then also today they sources announced SFA hasn't released this, but other people have, have, I've seen it on multiple Twitter accounts. Um, same. Yeah. They're reputable. Uh, but it looks like we have our first set of basketball games scheduled. Um, the Mohegan sun tournament, um, it looks like it's going to be us St. Bonaventure and Towson. And then I don't know who else. Um, but it's going to be November 25th through 27th. So look for more details there. So ready. Like that makes me, that makes me so pumped up. Like, man, if, I mean, if, if that's coming out and you know, these games are starting to fall into place, I'm hoping, I'm hoping fingers crossed that we'll be getting a schedule here very, very, or at least like, at least like the first half or at least like just November schedule, just so that we know you know, what, what's happening in November, you know, what days, any home games are happening just so like that, that we can know. Um, e- like I said, even if it's just the, you know, the first half of the season, cause I know obviously like, just like with football, it's so fluid and things are changing and, you know, and they're changing quick and they can be moved and shaked and edited and changed and canceled or whatever so quickly. So, you know, any little bit of news that we get, don't, I mean, like we will let you know immediately, um, anything that we hear, anything that we see, any kind of rumors, like we'll be the first to, you know, kind of share it with you guys and make sure that you see it as well. Um, yeah. St. Bonaventure SFA and Towson. Yep. 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 I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Cannot wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. You know what else I can't wait for Jacqueline? You know what else I can't wait for? I can't either. <laughs> we, have, we have some very new, exciting purchase, I guess you would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think our fans, y'all are going to love. Um, so we have some lovely, a lovely little matching set of Parton Mialix SFP. <laughs> My plate's coming our way. Oh my God. I'm, I'm literally like a kid on Christmas with this. I cannot wait. Wait until they come in. Oh my God. Y'all, we, we, we got SFA, pardon me, Alex, my plates. I cannot wait. Uh, We were so excited that if this was, obviously it was available. I would have been shocked if it wasn't. But it, it literally, Jacqueline's are going to say Parton, and then, which is perfect because duh, that's her name. And then mine is going to say me, Alex, and I'm just cracking up. And so that when you, oh my God, when you put us next to each other in our cars, it's going to say Parton, me, Alex. I can't. Yes. 
So if any of y'all have seen, surely you've seen like if you're driving around, you know, every once in a while you'll see someone who has like an SFA branded personalized plate. Um, right. That's that's what we're doing. And just a little background on them. So you can go out and get you some for yourself if you want. Um, it's myplates.com. And, you know, because you've seen people driving around, I'm sure, tons of the A&M plates and UT plates. And we should have more SFA plates out there. So, um, oh, I, I, yeah. The fact that there's so many living alums in Texas and barely any SFA plates on these alums cars. I mean, come on guys. Like we're blowing A&M and UT out of the water with like social media stuff. There's no reason why we can't blow them out of the water with my plates. I mean, if you're a real fan, you have a my plate. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, besides how cool they look and you're going to see when we get them. Cause of course we'll post some pictures, but like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What a lot of, what a lot of people don't know is that basically like 50% of the profit goes to SFA athletics. So did you know that? I didn't know that. No reason for you not to get one, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, there's, I mean, there's a whole agreement between uh, DPS, I guess, and the, the university that the plates are for, but they, the athletics department gets a pretty decent amount of the, the purchase price. So you would be supporting SFA athletics too, by, by getting them. Ex- exactly. So if you're an SFA athletics fan, and you're a big supporter of SF Athletics. I mean, you're purple lights, you got season tickets. This is just another way to ensure SF Athletics is getting another like chunk of the pie. Like, so I mean, I'll just give you an example. So, like when you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA plate, so five-year, five-year subscription, technically, uh, personalized SFA purple plate from my plates. SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from that purchase alone. So it's just an easy, fun way to support your team. Okay. So, I mean, renew your five-year plate. So if you have your five-year plate and then after that five years is up, you renew it. Guess how much SFA Athletics gets? 400 bucks. $400. So if you can imagine if, you know, when Jacko and I get ours, that's $250 a piece. So, you know, there you go. Boom. Over five, like 500 bucks. Right. You know, I don't do math. Yeah. 500 bucks right on. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 500 bucks. Exactly. That's, that's easy. That's an easy $500. Like I don't, if, if you didn't know this, we just found all this out. Like we literally just found all of this information out. Like we went searching, we contacted people saying we wanted to get these, my plates. We've been talking about this forever, me and Jacqueline. And, uh, you know, we just went and had some conversations with people and just asked them like, you know, is there some sort of like alumni, like, what do we get? Like when do SFA get, do we get anything from this? And they just told us, Oh yeah. Like here, there's some, there's so much you get. We're like, oh, what? I had no idea. I had no idea. If I would have known this, I would have kept my my plate that I had and I received five or six years ago. But I only had it for like one or two years and then I just let it go because I didn't realize that SFA was getting money from this. Yeah, it's okay. it's super easy way to support y'all. And they're going to look so cool whenever we get them. We're, we're going to post plenty of pictures for y'all to see them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, so if you're interested, if you're interested – it's really easy to buy. All I have to do is, like Jacqueline said, go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. And then you could also get up to a $50 rebate 
And it only takes like just literally a few minutes to do this. So like if you're interested, go to the website. Again, www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. Super easy. And you can either get, you know, a SFA license plate and you don't have to do like the personalized crap on. You just get SFA plate. You know, they still get money from that. But if you do like the five-year personalized, so you like, you know, figure out what kind of personalization you want on it. Again, SFA is going to get about 250 bucks from that. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. So just go to my plates, surf around, figure it out. Like, again, I can't believe we didn't know this sooner. I'm just shooketh, shooketh. Yeah. And it's, it really is a good, because you can just think about it. Like you would have to pay for plates anyway. So the extra the SFA is getting is like a little just donation from you on top of what you would already be paying for your plates, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Again, and like SFA is making great money on every type of plate that you purchase. Like even the one year background only is $50. It's just 50 bucks. So if you get the SFA background only for one year, so just say like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to like commit to the five year thing, you know, that might be a lot of money out of my budget, et cetera, et cetera. Totally get that. But like 50 bucks, you know, if you could do that's like two, two meals out. Just don't go to. Just don't go out to eat for two nights and you'll have 50 bucks. You know, don't go to Starbucks for one week and you'll have 50 bucks. You know, so there you go. I don't know why I started to get like really like Ohio, New Yorker with that accent. I just like, what are you going to do? Get 50 bucks. Like, that's what it sounded like. I was starting to get Italian with it and I was doing the whole Italian chef's thing. I was getting real like real excited with it in my Italian prepare tonight I know (laughs) what's the menu at Chef Alex's oh Chef Alex so tonight was actually Chef Tess and Chef Tess made meatloaf (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I did not have food at Bottle Cap Alley because again I'm not a big fan of Bottle Cap Alley food I don't think it's the best so I didn't eat when I went there and I waited and came home and had some, Ma, get the meatloaf. Ma, the meatloaf. Yes. I walked in and I was like, Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> oh, God. So funny. I love it. I love it. All right. So, yeah, again, don't forget the My Plate stuff. Don't forget uh, there's a Jack's Chat coming up this week on Wednesday at noon. Don't forget that the auction is start i'm just gonna talk in a boston accent the rest of the time don't forget that there's the auction starting on the 13th to the 25th and then of course there's a volleyball home game thursday october 15th at 7 30 but you got you gotta buy tickets guys like you can't just like show up willy-nilly you gotta get yeah, your tickets online <laughs> yeah get your tickets ahead of time that way you're guaranteed a seat just like with football just like with soccer just like with basketball coming up like make sure you get your tickets ahead of time so that you're guaranteed a seat okie dokie okie dokie and then the game from um, october the 10th was moved to the 17th don't forget mark your calendars mark your calendars there's a lot going on in october like covid or not there's a lot of shit going on i know there is a lot it almost feels like back to normal in a way, in a way, like worst, worst, you know, and I, I will say I, I was a very, I was very skeptical about having to wear the damn mask at a football game because you know me, 
yelling, cheering. It don't matter what sport it is. I'm up like a crazy person. It actually wasn't that bad. It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be having to wear a mask and having to cheer. It, it could have been worse. Let's just say it could be worse. Yeah, um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. So, and yeah. we, we definitely want to do that. We want to continue having games. So, exactly. If, if that's what I, if that's what I got to do to make sure that I'm still going to have football and basketball, like so be it. So be it. As long as I get to go and put my butt in a seat, so be it. You know, I know a lot of people are probably gonna disagree with that, but that's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying. If if I in order for me to get inside of a stadium to watch a game, if I have to throw a mask on my face, fine. Fine. Whatever. Whatever you need me to do. All right. So uh again, don't forget to support buy season tickets. Uh hopefully, fingers crossed, we're gonna have a few more pardon me, Alex surprises on top of the whole my plates thing. I know that just probably shook everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully, fingers crossed, coming up before basketball season starts, we'll have a few other part me like surprises uh coming up that hopefully the fans can really kind of get into as well and uh during our basketball preseason podcast we're hoping to get some guests on some some guests yeah. on y'all are going to yeah. love this absolutely going to get some guests on so we're working through that we're working on that right now but it, until the, then and in the meantime support 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 Buy your basketball season tickets. Buy your season tickets in general for sports. Uh, donate to the Purple Lights Fund. Donate to the Raise the Axe campaign. Um, wear your purple and just be there. Attend. If if you can attend, great. And if you can't, at least, you know, show your support by posting and sharing things on social media and always, you know, using the hashtags Axe and Raise the Axe. I mean, Again, if you can't go to something physically, then totally understandable. Just there's other ways you can help out. You can help out by posting. You can help out by donating. There's lots of things you can do. Lots. Just be engaged. Just be engaged. Exactly. That's a great way to sum it up. I should have just said be engaged. That would have that. That's a a million dollar word for everything I just said. Huh. I love it. All right, friends. We you won't hear from us again in a podcast until the uh, Arlington football game weekend. We're gonna do a podcast after the game that weekend. Kind of let everybody know our crazy adventures that day and that night. Hopefully, we'll come back alive from that game. No promises. Um, <laughs> who knows? Whenever we're together and we go out into the into the world just me and Jacqueline you never know what's gonna happen so hey we're even taking Gabby on that one though so that'll be interesting oh my god we are oh we're gonna have so many cute selfies with me you and Gabby not to the game obviously but we got a little since it's only one night we got a little pet friendly hotel I'm gonna take her rather than me get someone to keep her for a night Wouldn't it it be great if we could sneak her into the game? (laughs) It would be great. She would probably love it because now she's so deaf that, like, none of the noise stuff would startle her. She would be fine. That's so true. That's so true. And, yeah, Yeah. oh, that reminds me. That that's so funny. That reminds me, if you guys want to go to, the again, the Arlington game, make sure you get your tickets for that as well. I think there's still some available. Just go to the Rangers website and uh, order your tickets through there. And we're, I believe we're in section 34. I think that's what I said. 34. Yeah. That's right. yeah. That's right. So that sounds right. 
I've had to tell multiple people that were in Section 34, not like they're going to get tickets by us, but I mean, they asked and I tell them. So whatever, you know, whatever. Jesus Christ. All right. It's almost 10 o'clock at night. I got to go to bed. I've been up since freaking 730. So your girl's tired. So I love you guys. Jacqueline, I can't wait till I see you again. I, f- I feel like, you know, we were here and then you left. I saw you for one day. That wasn't enough. I know. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, girl. Well, you have a good night up in Tyler. And uh, I miss you. And I'll see you soon. You going to give our sign off? No, I'm going to let it go a little bit longer. (laughs) I'm just going to drag it out a little bit longer. No, 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 no. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. And always remember. Always remember to act some jacks. Without some jacks.